0: Hey, have you ever had something that you knew you were supposed to do? And maybe even sometimes you knew as strong as to say that God told me to do this, but to your surprise, more and more time goes by and you never did quite ever get started at it. If that's the problem you've run into, then join the club, me too. We're gonna talk about that today. So stay tuned. I remember one time a while back, I you know, growing up, I would skate. You, know, you got the two front, the two wheels in the front, two wheels in the back. I would skate. Not a whole lot, but it was pretty cool. And then uh, I left it alone for a long time. I'd play basketball, run, lift weights, stuff like that. But probably a few years ago, maybe about three years ago, I started checking out different information and stuff about uh, rollerblades. And in my mind, I was like, whoa, that stuff looks different. You got the four wheels in a row. How in the world am I going to be able to stand up? <laughs> so, I played with the idea, and it kind of grew on me the idea of having my own, you know, rollerblades and getting back into exercising like that. So I went and bought some, bought some rollerblades, and to my surprise, I waited a few weeks. They just stayed in the closet until two, three weeks later, and finally I decided to get out and try them out and. See if I could actually balance on you know all of that. After a while, I got to thinking about it. Why did I buy these skates that I was so enthusiastic to buy when I bought them? But now I'm, um, you know, they sit in the closet for like two or three weeks, and I reduced it down to this. I was like, I had this attitude: nice skates, but where are the brakes? Have <laughs> you seen rollerblades? Then basically, uh, at least the beginning editions, they have a big old I'll call it an emergency brake in the back of one of the skates in the back of one of the shoes. I'm like, wait a minute. This ain't how I'm used to seeing. I'm used to having the little balls in the front of the shoes. And that's how you stop. Anyway, let me let me go. Keep it moving. So I put together that I hesitated on actually using the skates, even though I was excited about it and the benefits that it would be for me, because I just was kind of wondering uh, where is emergency brake and how do you use it? I said that to say this. Sometimes we can have a good idea that we really believe is a good idea that will be a benefit to us, maybe a benefit to others. And sometimes we even are pretty convinced that God is giving me this idea. But strange enough, weeks, months, maybe longer sometimes can go by. And then we have to realize the fact that, hey, I had this great idea, but I never did anything even to get started with it. That might be the situation you're in right now. I've been in that situation a lot of times. Well, what I want to do today, I want to talk about that and I want to give you a few, a few insights that I believe will help you if it's the case that the issue is that you just haven't quite gotten started with what you believe that you're supposed to be about. <laughs> one thing I want to say though, um, I'm, well, actually I'm going to talk about three different hindrances, at least three different hindrances, okay? The first one is this self-doubt. Sometimes when we have a good idea and sometimes, like I said, when we even believe that God has given us this idea, we hesitate. We fail to actually get it started because of self-doubt. And I want to encourage you in this. In Exodus chapter 3, we read about Moses when God came down and said, look, I see how the Egyptians are treating my people. You know, i come down to do something about it. They've been crying to me and I'm going to deliver them out of this situation. So I'm going to use you to do it. And Moses choked up. Moses was like, wait, hold, hold, wait a minute. I can't talk. Yeah, I stutter. I, I, and nobody believes me even when I tell the truth. You know, he had all these hang-ups. He doubted himself and his ability to be able to carry out what God, you know, spoke to him to do. And so a lot of times we get hung up there too, right? Let's, let's, let's talk about a given when God wants to use you to do something when he, yeah, it's going to be bigger than what you could accomplish in your own strength. In fact, that's one of the ways that we know that the idea is from God. Yeah, it's going to be out beyond you. It's going to be bigger than you are and bigger than your ability to accomplish it in your own strength. But that's cool. That's what God designed. See, the word of God says in Philippians chapter two, and verse 13, for it is God which worketh in us both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. See, God's the one that's in you. And he's the one that if you will agree to get it started, he's the one that's going to help you to be able to accomplish whatever the vision is that he has given to you. So self-doubt that that hangs us up a lot. We see it in in when God spoke to Moses. We also see it when God spoke to Jeremiah. He spoke to Jeremiah and Jeremiah was like, I'm just a child. I can't do this. What are you talking about, Lord? So I'm going to move on. But I want you to uh, look at your situation. And if that's what's been holding you up, realize that God is with you. That's what he told Moses. He told Gideon. He told Jeremiah when they were like, "How, how can I do this? How can I do this? The Lord's like, hey, don't worry about it, I'm with you. So I'm telling you, don't worry about it, God is with you. Now the second thing that hangs us up sometimes in actually getting started with a God idea, with something that God's really put in our hearts, is perfectionism thinking. In everyday language, it reduces down to fear of failure. We feel like we have to have it just right out of the gate or else the whole world's gonna fall apart. I want you to become comfortable with the fact that you will experience some failures, disappointments and setbacks along your faith journey. That's just, that's just how it is, okay? And think about it like this. It's only by these experiences that you'll be able to increase in wisdom and ability and, and also in maturity. You have to have failures. So understand that that's a part of the package. You're going to have some failures. Just keep it moving, and more importantly, just be willing to get it started. <laughs> All right. Now, something I want to mention also is that this is one that I don't even I hadn't even thought of, but until now, another thing that hangs us up to, to you know from actually getting started with what God has really put in our hearts to do is that we want to make sure it's God. We want to make sure it's God. So. You know, sometimes you th- if you're thinking like me, you're like, see, I just had a good thought. Was that God, was that the devil, or was that just me? <laughs> I'm laughing about it and I know you've been there before too, but this is one thing I wanna say along those lines, that the Lord will never become angry or impatient with your effort to make sure that the instruction that you sense is in fact coming from Him. He ain't gonna be like, come on, let's get on with the program. He respects the fact that you want to make sure that what you're hearing is coming from him before you act on it. He'll never become impatient with you about that. And see, actually, my only criteria is just that. When I understand for certain that it's God directing me, you know, say I get an idea or something. When I understand for certain that it's him, then I'm ready to take the first step. I don't even go there anymore like I used to. Like, how can I do that? How can I, how can I do that? Uh-uh. Because I realize that he's in me. And if I'll say yes, and if I'll be willing to take that first step in the direction that he's leading me, I'm going to be met with power and ability and wisdom that I didn't even know that I had. Actually, it's not my power, my wisdom, my ability is his. Because again, Philippians 2.13, he's the one that wants to work in you. Both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. So let's let him do it. Let's get it started. How about it? Now, so that that was a third thing, uh, just wanting to make sure that it's God. Take the time that you need to make sure that what you the idea that's come into your mind is from God. But do like I do, once you know that it's God, what are you waiting for? Let's get it started. And another thing I want to bring to you a reason that we hesitate sometimes when we, when we actually are pretty sure it's God is that sometimes we have a wrong relationship with the dream or with the vision, what God has spoken to us. What do I mean by that? What I mean is you can fall in love with and have a romantic relationship with the dream, with the dream, the thing that God spoke to you. I mean, you can begin to wear that, the fact that God gave you a noble instruction That's a badge of honor. (laughs) I mean, you feel yourself to be extra special because after all, God ain't talking to everybody like this. God ain't. Hey, and you're quick to tell your friends. Guess what? God has been dealing with me about doing this. You know, God has been dealing with me about. And your friends, of course, they're like, oh, really? Wow. That would be awesome. But like I said, this is a trap. A wrong relationship with the vision will cause you to wear it as a badge of honor. Tell all your friends about what great things God is talking to you, what he wants to do through your life. I mean, you'll eagerly share it with anybody who'll listen. Hey, God told me that he wants to to uh, uh, reach this this group of people that nobody has ever reached before with the gospel. He did. Yes. Uh, He says he wants to do that through me. Problem is this in romance in the dream like this. There is a deception that takes place. It'll make you think that you are well in pursuit of accomplishing it when, in fact, you ain't even got started. (laughs) Okay, so watch out for that. (laughs) Now, why should you persist in just boasting about what God wants to do? Again, it's because just talking about what you believe that God is wanting you to do has not required you to leave your comfort zone. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Why would anyone persist in just boasting about what God wants to do? It's because as long as you're talking about it, what you believe that God is wanting to do, then you have not reached the point where you have had to step out from your comfort zone. And see, your very first step in the direction of your dream also marks the very first step beyond your comfort zone. See, a lot of people are not willing to get out of their comfort zone and that's why God can speak to them something and they know that God is talking but weeks and in many cases months go by and the person hasn't taken the first step. Because <laughs> when you take that first step you just step beyond your comfort zone. See, talk is cheap. We know that, right? Let me wrap this thing up. Now, as I, as I reached, recently mentioned on a previous past call <laughs> as I reached as I reached recently mentioned on a previous podcast, <laughs> the Lord has instructed me to make some changes and he wants me to, you know, this media outreach to be more community oriented so that I can be of a greater blessing to you, actually. And so I'm both inviting you and, and encouraging your your participation and your feedback. Now, I realize that people, some people are hearing me with podcasts and, and will be hearing me on a YouTube video, watch me on a YouTube video, or a number of different media platforms. So what I've done is I've made it easier for you to respond to me. So while you are free to subscribe to my channel and leave me a comment, which I encourage you to do, by the way, then you know, give me a star or a thumbs up if it's kind of been a blessing to you or if you've enjoyed what I've shared. You're also able to email me. I set up an email account. It's 5 minute inspirations at gmail.com, and again, that's the number five, and then inspirations ends with a Z instead of an S. And so I've set that up so that you can respond to me. Let me know what's on your heart. Let me know uh, what thoughts you have about what I've shared. Let me know what you want to hear. If you have any questions, if you have any prayer needs, I'll read them and I will pray for you, okay? So this is another way that you can reach out no matter what the platform you're listening from. Throw me an email, 5 at gmail.com okay? So if you're listening to this on YouTube, thank you for subscribing to my channel. If you're on Instagram, thank you for following me. You know, just the different things. Thank you for all of that. We're building this community thing together. Let's do it. All right. We're going to inspire each other. This is Larry Hunter. Five minute inspirations. Thanking God and thanking you for giving me another opportunity to share with you. Words that encourage and thoughts that inspire.